Welcome to the Creative Empire Podcast. Each week, Raina Pomeroy, the life and biz success coach, and Christina Scalera, the attorney for creatives, are taking you up close and personal with successful influencers in the creative community and tackling your biggest business hurdles. Their mission is to help you, creative entrepreneurs, think beyond your daily biz so you can make the brave decisions that build your creative empire. Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Empire podcast. Raina and I are joined today by Chantel Zachariasen, otherwise known as Shanti Zach. She is what I politely call the quiz whiz, but she has told us that she is a conversion copywriter, a lover of a good cab salve, collector of ornamental snails, and she's straight up obsessed with quizzes. Why? Because they get better results than any other lead magnet. They're fun. They make people happy. And psychology is actually pretty cool, guys. And you don't have to have a PhD to use it in your business. Shanti creates quizzes that go beyond lead generation and work to strategically segment your list and give you the data you need to create knockout new products and services without having to guess. She can be found at ShantiZakZak.com. Shanti, it is so good to have you here. Welcome. It is so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. And can you, so full disclosure, guys, I actually invited Shanti on because she's building a, a quiz for the contract shop and I've just been blown away by her process. And I thought maybe some of you guys could benefit from her experience and maybe even work with her. So Shanti, can you give us a little bit of a backstory as to how you got into the copywriting and then quizzes specifically? Cause that's a really interesting niche. Yes. And side note, you are the best client ever because no one ever chooses my silly quiz topics. They always choose like the ultra serious ones. <laughs> and you guys loved the silly ones. It made me so happy. Now, you know, Christina, she doesn't show that side off very much, but I keep saying you've got to be your real self, Christina. She's I know, very it's funny. on Instagram, yeah. but I, yeah, I'm excited to bring it into our brand though. And you're, you're making that come to life. So how did you get so good at this? Okay. So my, my story with quizzes is totally random. Well, I always loved quizzes growing up. Like my idea of a good time when I was 13 was like bike riding to the store and picking up a teen bop or a 17 magazine and some corn chips and then going home and like doing all the quizzes. So, so fast forward 20 years, I guess, not quite. And I was working full time for this spiritual development company. And I would create like new lead magnets every month. So often that was like a free guide, a free PDF, webinars, video series, you know the scoop. And one month I thought it might be fun to create a quiz for a new course we were launching. So I created this quiz. I'd never done it before. And it ended up getting like 10,000 new leads in under a month for like 500 bucks. And we'd never gotten results like that with any of our lead magnets. So I made a few other ones, got similar results. And then a few months later, I was laid off from that company. They just called me up one day and they were like, we're restructuring, you gotta go sayonara. So I was on my own and 
I'd had a copywriting business before, but it was kind of all over the place. I was like a Jane of all trades. And I really wanted to zero in on something that I knew I could get results with and that was a little bit different. So that's when my quiz funnel conversion copy marriage was created, basically. I love that sweet spot. And it's so funny because so many of our entrepreneurs that we get to interview have a similar story to you. It's like, oh, it was super random, but now it totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I love that your story is very much in line with that. And so tell us, okay, for anyone who's listening is like, okay, conversion copywriter, I think I've heard of that, but what does that really mean? And how does that have anything to do with funnels? And how does it have anything to do with quizzes? Because aren't quizzes just supposed to be fun? Yeah, totally. So a conversion copywriter is a little bit different from like a traditional copywriter. So if you've watched Mad Men, you know, like Peggy, she's a traditional copywriter. She works in an agency. She creates these creative campaigns for big brands. But those campaigns aren't directly tied to people taking a specific action that's measurable. So conversion copy is tied to being able to measure people taking a specific action. And basically everything I do is with that goal in mind. Like I'm doing this because I want people to give me their email address and then I'm going to send them an email and I want them to click through to my landing page, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of how conversion copy differs. And quizzes... Yes, quizzes are fun, first and foremost, and that's why they're so effective. That's a part of it. Another part of it is just human psychology. Like we love learning about ourselves and we can't get enough of it. So you can use that to your advantage in your business. You can ask pretty much whatever questions you want, as long as they're fun and relevant. And then you can give a ton of value in the results. And it works both to your advantage and to the person taking the quiz because they're getting some more information about like who they are or a problem that they need help solving. And it directly applies to them. It is really fun to see your answers and it's super addictive, but I think you you mentioned something that's critical, which is the questions. So this morning, actually, I was on Instagram, and as you guys know, <laughs> every you know fourth story or something now is an ad, and some of these ads are really good. I actually enjoy them, and one of them, well, for the first part, I enjoyed it. So I, it was a quiz to figure out what hashtags you should be using on Instagram, and I thought that was really clever, but the quiz was like too long, and the questions were too boring. It was just a constant, like, which uh, hashtag do you relate to? And then it was like a list of nine hashtags. And it just asked me that like 20 times over and over and over again. And at the end, you know, they ask you for an email and they'll give you the results, which is fine. Like, I have no problem with that. But I was like, wow, this is not even a quiz. This is super boring. You're just asking me what my favorite hashtag is like 20 different times. Right. That's totally boring. And to to be completely honest, most quizzes suck for real most quizzes that you take online are like they're shallow and even if the the questions are fun like even if it's like buzzfeed where like yeah you can get into it you get your result and it's like a paragraph at most 
and it doesn't really give value. So yeah, I, <laughs> I have this, this theory that like 99% of quizzes online aren't that great. And there's a lot of room for improvement. So what are some of the best practices, obviously that you can't share everything, but what are some of the best practices in terms of like how you get a quiz set up, how to start making your quizzes not suck? Yeah, yeah, totally. So I create questions with three big ideas in mind. So number one is you want them to be fun and engaging. That's the most important thing. Number two is your questions can be a really great tool for segmenting your audience. So say, hmm, let me think of an example. Let's just say you run a business teaching marketing. And that is super broad, right? Even if you break it up into beginner and advanced, those two audience segments need completely different messaging. So you could use your quiz to find out whether the people taking the quiz are either a beginner marketer or an advanced marketer. And you can then use that data to segment them and market to them accordingly with your email list. So that's another criteria that I like to use when I'm thinking of questions. The third one is just data. And I don't really love the word data because it sounds kind of cold-blooded and not super interesting. <laughs> but the more data you have on your audience, the better you can, like the better products you can create, the more your messaging will be on point, the more insight you'll have into who they are and what they want. So you can create questions totally dependent on what you as a business owner want to learn about your audience. So those are the three big criteria that I use when I'm coming up with questions for the quiz. And then when it comes to the results, I think it's really easy to go above and beyond because most quiz results are just, they're really shallow. They don't offer much depth. So if you treat each quiz result as more of a guide instead of like just this little ego boosting blurb, and you take people on a journey with your quiz results where you're giving them like actionable strategies and relevant information that can help them, there you go. That's all you need to do to create a quiz that isn't lame. <laughs> you make it seem so easy, but can you tell us why do you think more people aren't using quizzes right now? Well, I think it's because they're a little bit daunting. They seem like something that's reserved for qualified people to put together. Whereas something like a PDF cheat sheet or a free guide is a lot easier on the surface. It's a lot more approachable as someone who's going to like DIY their lead magnet. Whereas a quiz, like there's software involved, there's like a little bit of math involved sometimes. And then there's the segmentation stuff, which like for most business owners, that just scares the crap out of them. They don't even want to go there. So I think that's part of it. 
Yeah, I would say the segmentation has been one of the most challenging things for us to get right at the contract shop. It's funny because I just literally had a conversation with Kurt Elster this morning. He has the unofficial Shopify podcast and we were talking about segmentation for a while and it's I mean it's critical, but it is so difficult. First of all, you don't know what buckets to put people in maybe. You don't know if you're doing it correctly, if the like zaps or the tags or however you're segmenting them. And some of our audience is like, what the heck is a zap or a tag? <laughs> so this is a learning point for them too. But yeah, it, it's a really challenging thing. So what are some of the things that people could do to get started with, like just to dip their toe in the water with quizzes, maybe where, you know, it's not perfectly set up and like segmenting them, like if this answer, then that, and if this answer, then that, and like giving them the super custom like profile at the end, but like, how could somebody dip their toe in the water? Should they hire you? Should they like read something that you've written? Is there somewhere they should go or a resource they could lean on or like just get started somehow and, you know, give us some insight into like, if someone's getting started, where, what happens? What do they do? Totally. Well, I think the number one thing that's easiest is just to start asking more questions to your audience. Like, that in itself is a quiz in a way, even if it's at the end of an email, like asking a question, asking them to hit reply, or if you have a Facebook group or a Slack channel or something somewhere where you can ask like some kind of multiple choice question about, about them and just start learning more about them that way. Because like you said, people, when they approach segmentation, they don't know who their audience even is. So how are they supposed to know what segments to create? And I don't think you're at that level until you've learned enough about your audience that you know for sure who they are. And that just starts with asking more questions. But as far as quizzes and getting started with creating something simple yet effective, I would definitely check out my free quiz email course because it's really simple. It just walks you through step by step how to create your first quiz. There's no like fancy segmentation talk or any of that. It's really more about creating good questions, creating interesting outcomes, how to set it up. And yeah, I think there's like seven lessons total. So check that out. Awesome. Yeah, I just opted in for it. Where can people find that one? Yeah, it is at shantizak.com slash quiz dash funnels dash email dash course. I really need to shorten that URL. <laughs> you totally can make a pretty link out of that, but we will definitely put it in our show notes so that it's easy for anyone who's listening to this episode to go and check it out. So I want to ask you another question. Yeah. So about like if somebody has no idea about what, topic to even pick <laughs> for, we're not even talking like, oh, is this going to be a good quiz topic or not? But just what do I even create a quiz about? How do you come up with a topic that might, one, be successful, but also like in the future could maybe go viral? Yeah, totally. Good question. So the number one way to create a quiz that people are without a doubt, they're going to like it is to create a personality based quiz. Because like I said earlier, people really want to learn more about themselves. 
So if you have some way of tying in a personality quiz into your business, which I realize isn't always as straightforward as it sounds, I would do it. But number two is to, to solve a problem. So, and, and a unique problem, right? So if you have an audience that like, they just don't know where to focus to grow their business and you teach on mindset and marketing and relationships, then maybe you could create a quiz that's like, where do you need to focus to get optimal results? Take the quiz and find out. And then you could have three outcomes, like one's mindset, one's relationships, one's marketing. That's a terrible example, but it just gives you an idea of like how you can approach quizzes from a problem solving perspective. Yeah, that's so good. Can we do like a, a pretend one for maybe the creative industry, maybe like a calligrapher or a wedding photographer, or I'm trying to like give you examples of who listens to our podcast. Yeah. yeah so any, any specifics there? Well, I think there, okay. So take into consideration who your audience is. So for calligraphers, it could be something as simple as like, which script personality type are you? take the quiz and find out. And then you could show them like a bunch of different scripts or, oh my gosh, what's the proper term in calligraphy? Like lettering. Lettering. Yeah. Lettering or or, yeah. Different styles of calligraphy. Yeah. Yeah. So you could show them different styles of calligraphy. You could paint a picture of just different types of people. Like there's like the classic who loves the like swirly elegant feel and then there's the like a little bit edgy more rough around the edges so you could have those different categories and then just ask questions where each of those categories is represented so that's one idea hmm for a wedding photographer oh let me think Sorry to put you on the spot. It's totally great. I love the example about the calligrapher though. And it could be a totally visual quiz, right? It doesn't just have to be words. Yes. yes. And that is really important. The more visual, the better. I like to include like at least one image with each question and have an image for all of the results because yeah, you want it to be easy and interactive And a lot of people, like, they'd rather look at a photo and choose a photo than read a bunch of copy. So, yeah, definitely. Are there any other tips like that that people can start thinking about in terms of, like, you should keep the the text shorter and more images? Are there any, like, fun fun facts like that that you can think of? Well, okay, so there are a lot of quizzes out there where you take the quiz And it's really just like yes or no, agree or disagree. And I am not a huge fan of that. I think it works, but it's a lot less engaging. And then you attract less engaged, less qualified leads. So I don't necessarily think it's a matter of keeping it shorter. I think it's a matter of just keeping things interesting and really like mixing it up with images, with copy, with question types. Some questions are going to be more fun. Some will be a little bit more serious. Just making it so that people don't know what's going to come next. Because if I start doing a quiz 
and it's all yes or no questions or like Christina was saying, it's all just like choose the hashtag that you like best. Well, then there's a pretty high likelihood I'm not going to finish taking that quiz because it's just not engaging enough. So if you just try to keep keep it different with every question, use a combination of like good copy and images, then you are ahead of 99% of quiz creators out there. You know, that's what I'm really learning through this process with you is like, it's not important that we get it perfect. It's important that we give something of value to the person who has traded their time for the response that they're getting from our quiz but also that we get a little bit of value as well with either with a new email subscriber or um, with somebody that has just given us a little bit of information about how they run their business or who they are so that we can continue to create products and content for them that resonates so that we're continuing to serve that audience to the best of our abilities. So I think that's, that's what I've learned is that like it, it was so stressful going in and that's why I'm so glad I ended up working with you because when we tried to do this on our own, I, I kept getting hung up on like the little nitty gritty. And like, I realized that not everybody has the luxury to work with you, but I would encourage people to listen to you right now. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just a starting point and then you'll continue to refine it. I mean, even the quiz that you and I are creating, that's not how it's going to look in a year, probably. We're probably mm-hmm. going to come back and, and refine it even more or ask a different question in a different way when we see that, you know, everybody's getting hung up on like one word or, you know, like those kinds of things yeah. always happen. And so that's that's normal. And so for you to get out there and have something, even if it's not your best something, is still better than what you have now, which is nothing or no quiz. So hopefully that's encouraging to you guys that are feeling like I was where you were overwhelmed and you just get out there and do something. Yeah, definitely. And another thing like for wedding photographers or calligraphers or service-based businesses, you could even do a quiz that's more related to your services. So something like, are you ready to hire a wedding photographer? Take the quiz and find out because a lot of people are coming to your website and they're like, Oh, I'm not really sure if I'm ready or if I like shouldn't even invest in this. Well, if they have this easy self analysis tool available to them, cool. And like you're the expert in your craft. So you'll know what answer, what questions to ask and if someone is actually ready or not to hire you. What are some examples of questions that you might do? So are these like, Um, almost the way, I don't know if you've seen how people have an application process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like with services at least, especially because you guys know I have the contract shop, but then I also have a law firm, two totally separate businesses. Mm -hmm. And in that law firm to pre-qualify people, because I don't have time to serve everybody. I wish I could, but I just don't. And, you know, we're, we're busier and busier by the day that one of the things that I do is I have like an application and that helps filter out the people that maybe aren't ready for our services yet, or, you know, just don't pre-qualify for the types of work that we do because we don't do everything under the sun. And so, you know, how could you maybe switch from like an app or could you switch from an application process to a quiz? And have you had any clients who have done that? Yeah. So as like a service-based business, I mean, there are some things that you just need to know 
right? That we always ask in our application forms, like budget is the obvious one, but also like mindset wise and pre-existing knowledge, you can ask questions about, about those and it can be really simple. Like either someone is ready to work with you or they're not. And if they're not, what do you want them to do next? Because you don't necessarily want to lose them forever. They might be at a place in a year where they are ready to hire your law firm or work with a calligrapher. So you want to like create outcomes that give them some next steps. And then for the people that are ready to work with you, great. Like you can treat that outcome as almost like a mini welcome onboarding email, even though like, obviously it's a little bit different because they haven't paid you any money yet. You haven't talked to them, but you can treat it as this really positive thing. Like, yeah, it seems like we'd be a great fit. Here's what to do next. Instead of having to manually go through all of your application forms and like, oh, I don't know. Are they a fit? Mm, Yeah, I think so. And then sending a different email each time. So you can really use quizzes to systematize that. I haven't really worked with anyone who's done it for their service-based business, but I have used it as a tool for people launching courses or affiliate courses. So like I did one for a B-School launch and it was like, are you ready to join B-School? Take the quiz and find out. And this was at a point in the sales funnel where a lot of people were on the fence and they just weren't sure if it was for them. The person who was the affiliate was getting tons of email questions like, should I do it if I'm X and on and on. And their customer support was just like totally full up. They could hardly respond to inquiries fast enough. So they created this quiz as a solution to that. And I think like a thousand people took it and a bunch of them ended up buying straight from the quiz. So that's just an example, but that's a bigger scale. Like you could definitely do it just as a way to systematize your application process and make life easier for yourself. I love it. So how can people like figure out like whether they should work with you or they should try it out themselves first? At what point do people reach out to you typically? That's a good question. I have a few different levels of offerings. So of course there are like the business owners that are totally swamped. They're really busy. They're making good money already and they have no interest at all in writing their own stuff. So that's often who reaches out to me for like a custom, totally done for you project. And then I also do these like one day intensives, which are a little bit more collaborative. And basically like we work together to create your quiz copy in a day. So it's more affordable, it's, it's faster, but there's more of a demand on the business owner. So it's for someone who like, they wanna be a little bit more hands-on DIY, but they don't wanna do it completely by themselves. And then there's the people who they're maybe like just starting out, they wanna learn how to do it properly, but they wanna do it on their own, whether it's like a budget issue or they just wanna learn how to do it. 
So for those people, I have like a done with you course where I basically have a bunch of trainings and walk, walk you through creating a quiz step-by-step. And there is also some one-on-one attention where we hop on a strategy call, make sure you've got a topic that's going to convert for your audience. And there's a review process from me because I feel like copy plays such a big role in the success of a quiz. And that's where a lot of people don't have a ton of confidence. So part of that is me like reviewing the quiz that you've created on your own and just offering suggestions. So that's kind of the the DIY version that's not so DIY. I find that when you have a limited budget, it's really helpful to have something down and out there and then have a copywriter comb back through it so they can put their special touch on it. They can look for the conversion details that you as a business owner, you know, you're a graphic designer, you're a calligrapher, you're a wedding planner. You're not a conversion copywriter and that's okay. You know, you're not an attorney, you're not a coach. And that's why we have these other people in our lives to lean on. So I, I think that's a great tip. And I just want to highlight that because if you are on a more limited budget, it can be really helpful if you put in the hustle and the legwork first and then have them go back through and comb through it and just add the, the oomph that they're able to add as their expertise in the area allows. So yeah, that's a great point, Shanti. Is there anything else that we need to know about quizzes? Like, is there any software or like, is there any resources that you have on your site that teach people, you know, do they just like set this up in an email? Is this like through MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or something else? How, how does this logistically happen? Yeah. So logistically, I do talk about that in the free email course, but my favorite platform is they're called Interact and the website is tryinteract.com. And I just find that it's really approachable and it's affordable and it's super easy to use. So basically you would just take the questions, plug them into that software, same with the outcomes and connect it up to your email marketing software so that all your leads are funneling into whoever like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign. And it's a really simple process. There are other quiz hosting softwares out there that are a little bit more like complicated. There's the one that Ryan Levesque is the CEO of, and he's kind of like the quiz survey king of the internet. So that one is called bucket.io. And it's really neat because you can actually use your questions as... Facebook ad targeting criteria, independent of whether somebody actually gives you their email at the end of the quiz. It actually sounds kind of creepy when I say it out loud. Um, But for, for businesses at a certain level, that can be a really good thing to have. And it's like a hundred bucks a month, I think. So interact is closer to 20 and it's a lot easier to use. I love that. And I think something that you just mentioned, I use Interact too. And I have found as a tech, non-tech person that it's actually relatively easy to hook up to my active campaign and to actually create the quiz and stuff like that. I have a question about Facebook ads since you kind of mentioned that in the, the 
the conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend after people create a quiz to run ads to them or have you seen it become successful with just organic traffic? You can definitely do either or, but if you are going to run ads to a lead magnet, quizzes convert better than like any other lead magnet I've ever used with Facebook ads. There's just this like magic relationship between the two. So I recommend for most of my clients to definitely do that because if you can get new leads for like 50 cents instead of five bucks or I mean, I heard the other day that the average cost per lead is $12 and that that's a good, a good rate. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Like I have some quiz clients that are getting leads for 30 cents, somewhere it's hovering around 70 cents. Sign me up. Right? (laughs) So affordable. That's amazing. So affordable, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a funnel in place after they opt in that converts, right? Like that's ROI right there without a doubt. So yeah, definitely Facebook add it up. Um, I like this because you're spending money on the front end instead of the back end. And it means you're spending money with the small business owner, aka you, Shanti, or, you know, if someone goes with a different conversion copywriter. And um, I mean, instead of pouring thousands against Facebook, but... But yeah, like as as much as I can support the smaller businesses in my life, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. I haven't thought about it that way, but you're right. Because sometimes like, sure, maybe you'll hire a cheap copywriter to throw together like a free guide and then you'll spend like 10K in Facebook ads trying to promote it. But if you could take that 10K down to 1K, then yeah, do it. It's it's almost like, so we had to buy like a new hot water heater and we had to choose, right? Like, do you want to buy the cheaper one up front that only lasts? So the cheaper you go, the less years it's warranted to last. Or do you want to invest in the one up front that is like the tank or uh, the, yeah, it's the tankless water heater that uses more gas like when it's used, but it saves you like $200 estimated a year in gas charges because it's not constantly keeping water hot. I hope this analogy is working, <laughs> but essentially what I'm seeing as like the analogous situation is like you can, you can invest in the more expensive water heater, which is like double the cost, but over the long run, it saves you money. Same thing with this quiz where you can invest the time or the money or both in creating this resource for your audience. And then over time, you know, as you're advertising or you guys are doing your own guest posts or going onto podcasts or however you're advertising your business, you're getting a greater return on your investment every single time you're putting that quiz out there. And so uh, it's coming back over the long run. Yeah, definitely. I love your water heater analogy. So what did you go for? We're still deciding. (laughs) There is a disagreement happening because (laughs) I am of the that that like, yeah, like, of course, let's go tankless. It's, it's going to save us money in the long run. It's, it could potentially last longer than these other ones, which is, you know, more eco-friendly. We don't have to get a new water heater all the time, but yeah, someone else is of a different (laughs) mindset to save pinch. I love it. (laughs) He shall name nameless. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this is such a fun conversation. And I think I see so many applications for all kinds of creatives to be able to start using this pretty pretty quickly in their businesses. And especially for people who have smaller lists to start engaging them and start understanding where their audience is and, you know, like just growing their list more exponentially. I've found that our conversions are pretty high on our quizzes and I know they are not optimized. So somebody who is starting a quiz, I think it's like 75% of the time complete it and then give us their, their email address. And like, how many times do people click on something and then just like, skip out of it and not, you know, opt into something. And 75% of people who click onto it complete it, which is amazing Mm -hmm. to me. So I've been really impressed and I know that we can do better with that. So, I mean, do you have any like last minute parting thoughts for our listeners in terms of like, if they're on the fence about getting started with this? Yeah, no, that's amazing, Raina. Good for you. I want to see your quizzes. So I would say just take into consideration, like I recently had this client and She had a free guide and she had a five-day challenge and she'd been running her business for, I think, two or three years, closer to three years. And she created a quiz and grew her email list double in one month than she had in three years, which is insane. So... That's amazing. Yeah. And I hear stories like that all the time. So I think there's something to it. I think it's worth playing around with and it doesn't have to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. (laughs) Amen. So Shanti, as you are looking ahead into the future of your creative empire, you little quiz whiz, (laughs) what does it look like? And what are you most excited about in the upcoming year? Yeah, I'm just really excited to start teaching more business owners and entrepreneurs how to use quizzes in their business. So I'm launching, it's going to be the beta version of my course And I think when the podcast goes live, it'll already be in progress. But after that, I'm going to take it evergreen and have this opportunity to just show people the potential and show them how to do it and what how easy it is. So that's what I'm really excited about in the next year. Fantastic. And you have so much knowledge to give. You guys can go check out her website. It's shantizak.com. C-H-A-N-T-I-Z-A-K.com. And by the way, when I went to your website just now, your free online course about quizzes popped up at the very top in the header. So if you guys don't remember her long URL, you can grab it at the top of her website, or you can head to creativeempire.co and make sure that you grab the show notes for this episode. If you're driving and you can't remember this, just remember to go back to our website later on tonight, grab that free resource that Shanti has provided for you guys. And Shanti, where else can people follow you, find you, reach out to you to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media spots. I'm on Instagram at Shanti Zach, Facebook at Shanti Zach Copy. And yeah, my email list is probably the best place or I'm the most up to date. I'm pretty bad at posting on social media and I don't always practice what I preach. But yeah, follow me there. 
That is awesome. Thank you so much, Shanti, for coming on, sharing your wisdom. I mean, I am just eternally grateful for you. I know all of your clients say just the same thing. And I'm just so glad you were able to come on and share your wisdom with our audience for free. So that's awesome, guys. Go grab her free resources. She has really poured her knowledge and wisdom into them. I hope you guys all go out there and go build your quiz with your creative empire. Are you ready to build your own empire? For more information, show notes, downloads, and tips on how to do it, head to www.creativeempire.co, where you can find out more about this week's episode and the two lovely ladies behind it all, encouraging you to build your own creative empire. If you enjoyed this week's show, it would mean so much to Raina and Christina if you could take two minutes to go to iTunes and leave a review. It's a little thing that makes a big difference for the show. 